Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. So I want to start with a quick story with you. Okay, so uh, this was the time when I was working for the uh, Washington football team. That's a machine called the ultrasound and you know it's it's sound healing that we put into different body parts so this was um actually i was an intern um i was using in one of the players knees and you know after i got done with the treatment it was like six minutes um you know i we finished it and the athlete was like oh it, you know my knee feels good it feels warm i'm ready to go and then i realized that the, the machine was never plugged in so that was my aha moments like wow placebo it really works and so many times that this happened to me in the MBA where you know guys might forget their pill uh, to take it even though doctor gave it um, or to forget to take their caffeine pill but the pain is gone they have energy so somehow something is happening where we are able to recreate and I have someone really special on this podcast today. She is the expert on placebo. Check this out. She has written uh, or been part of 154 articles. She's part of six books. She's cited over 12,000 times. Not only that, check this. She's a, a MD, physician. She's a scientist. She holds an MD and a PhD in neuroscience. She is Dr. Luana Koloka. She is a stud a expert, and I'm so excited to connect with her and talk to you. Thank you so much for coming, Dr. Koloka. Thank you so much for having me, Nevin. Dr. Koloka, you are the expert. You've seen so many things happening through placebo. How can someone who's listening to this podcast? or myself, my dad, my family, or all our friends, how can we use this, quote unquote, the placebo drug to help us to heal and to thrive? So the story that you share about the machine that was disconnected may have happened to many of us in different circumstances or contexts, not just the medical settings, because many times we experience placebo-related effects or responses based on daily life experience. So somehow we are interested in understanding the placebo effects in medical conditions and in neuroscience to target the brain responses. Why when we expect to feel better, there are a set of mechanisms that are in action in the brain that produce the condition to observe symptom improvement and many other body responses. Dr. Koloka, something cool about um, that one of the articles that you wrote in 2004, you showed that uh, morphine and diazepam, when the patients see that it's been ad administrated, they feel good versus then when the machine provides the same drug. Yes, awareness of being treated is very important when we target uh, um, therapeutic treatment. You mentioned morphine for treatment of post-operative pain, but also diazepam for releasing anxiety, and many other uh, um, psychiatric treatment, for example, uh, SSRI and uh, um, medication related to pain management can respond 
much better when patients are aware of being treated. This sort of awareness creates this placebo component that is not part of sugar pills, it's not part of placebos, it's an intrinsic component of any treatment that we receive, including surgical treatment. So anytime we receive a surgical, integrative complementary treatment, pharmacological treatment, there is a placebo component that is our part of the brain that contribute to trigger a set of mechanisms in the brain, release of endogenous substances that make the person feel better and eventually can optimize even the response to active treatments. Dr. Koloka, um, kind, of kind of goes along with the same thing that you did in 2019, where people expected a certain uh, pain um can you talk about that study when you, the one yes, that you did? I, I think you are referring to the violation of expectancy yes. brain responses so because as we know our expectation can go in both direction we can expect to feel better we can expect to feel worse and uh, uh, this is true for several symptoms so this sort of expectation can be violated in daily life so some people can expect to feel uh, pain-free or to feel uh, uh, well after depression and when uh, a provider prescribes a treatment there may be less uh, benefit than the patient may expect we call this sort of violation of expectation, therapeutic expectations. When we observe this kind of situation, there is a frustration, disappointment, but also in our lab, we were creating a model to explore this in uh, brain imaging. And the goal was to train participants to recognize a set of uh, stimulations along with thermal painful stimulation and see how uh, concordance between what they receive and what they expect would have improved the responses and vice versa, also a sort of violation of expectation. Well, when the participants expect to feel less pain, although we stimulate them with a thermal painful stimulation of moderate intensity, they perceive moderate heat painful stimulations as no painful or slightly painful. So somehow there was a mechanism that make them perceive their sensation as less painful. And that was also true when they expect to feel more pain. Stimulation that per se were only moderately painful were perceived as eye painful. So the goal was to understand how this mechanism can occur in the brain. And it's quite complex. There are a set of circuits in the brain that play a role when we feel less or more pain based on prior experience and current expectations. Eventually, when our expectations as human begin are violated, there is this sort of um, blockage of this powerful inner pharmacy that allows us to experience placebo effects. So this violation of expectation, you expect to feel less pain and the reality you feel pain, can produce the abolishment of placebo effects. 
And um, today we know that there are some parts of the brain that contribute to discrepancy between uh, somatosensorial sensation like pain experience and what patient may expect. This is really important in clinical practice. How many times as clinician we ask our patient, well, we try this treatment, how much do you expect to improve? How much you would like to improve? Simple questions may help us to align the patient expectations with what we anticipate can be the benefit. And this can preserve the treatment, pharmacological treatment, to act as a, a therapeutic substance. In other words, sometimes our cognitive component, this psychological component of what we expect is not merely in our mind, rather it's a neurobiological mechanism that is intrinsically connected to some part of our brain. And these mechanisms can modulate the response to any pharmacological treatment and uh, surgical intervention. So for some symptoms and disease like pain, psychiatric problem like depression, anxiety, somatosensorial um, sensation, but also psychosomatic symptoms, the amplification or reduction of responses to treatment and body effects can be dramatically shift from what we meant, for example, reducing the pain uh, in another opposite direction under the action of expectancy. Dr. Koloka, I love uh, when you said inner pharmacy. I'm a big believer in inner pharmacy. And you're not just saying that. You're show, you have showed, shown through 154 articles and over six books where there is a neurobiological component to it. That could be something we could go all the way back to when we were little kids, right? We fall down, scrape the knee, and all of a sudden, mother give, her, give a kiss, and the knee pain is gone, right? Or like, for example, myself, I, I had um, a cut in my leg. I put it, they, the doctor put eight stitches in there, and I just never had the time to get the pain medicine or whatever. And I expected not to be in pain, and I didn't have that pain. Dr. Koloka, it's, it's so powerful. Exactly. How, how so there is, a sort of, there is a sort of evolutionary contribution to this healing processes. So eventually, you know, as nature, a human begin, we can harness this mechanism of self-healing, where, for example, we feel in some circumstance less pain or we can heal in a quicker way based on the sort of responses that occur in our body to optimize healing. So this internal pharmacy can contribute dramatically to the process of healing and symptom perception. Importantly, as you mentioned, you know, sometimes more luck, like touching or uh, kiss of a parent can have this strong therapeutic benefit, this, uh, component that help any procedure, the stitch or other things that we needed to do in medicine, but the ritual, the context around the intervention that we are targeting can be so relevant. And um, as um, clinicians, physicians, we are somehow forgetting sometimes this sort of 
holistic approach to medicine because fortunately we have uh, a lot of knowledge in terms of mechanisms as well as evidence-based medicine and we miss this sort of uh, a component that is still part of our body you know and we forget that patients may feel better or worse despite the treatment we provide based on this placebo uh, component this sort of inner pharmacy so i think it's time to introduce again in the education of future clinicians nurses uh, doctors therapists how relevant their role can be behind the pills, the surgeries and the therapeutic treatment that they prescribe. While we need to continue to do things in a very rigorous way, evidence-based, can be helpful to discover in an evidence-based this sort of mechanisms that can contribute to make conditions, symptoms and disease experience as uh, you know, less severe or favor this sort of uh, inner self uh, healing processes. Dr. Koloka, if, if someone wants to learn about this evidence-based self-healing, healing, healing um, more about this inner pharmacy, how can they learn more about what you are doing? What are some of the stuff that's going to come out um, in the, in the uh, near future? Well, in our lab, we are currently working on uh, the neurobiological mechanism of placebo effects in chronic pain patients. For example, patients who suffer from temporomandibular disorders, a disease that is uh, uh, prevalent in uh, young as elderly people and affect face primarily with um, terrible pain localized to face, neck, and joint. So we are understanding more about uh, this endogenous modulation of the pain with rigorous approach ranging from genetic to brain imaging to see what is the difference in terms of begin a placebo responders versus begin a placebo non responders in, in uh, terms of genetic assets as well as brain imaging and clinical responses because sometimes, you know, diving into the clinical history of this patient, their um, psychophysic phenotypes can be so informative. So definitely uh, we are advancing the science of placebo directly in chronic pain patient with objective measurement that allow us to have biomarkers of this sort of, uh, uh, you know, a uh, empowerment for patients who are placebo responders, but also vulnerability factors for people who do not respond, do not activate this descending pain modulator systems. Also, the lab is committed to translate these 12 patients who live with pain. So how can we help patients? So one of the line of research that is prevalent currently is to understand the mechanism of virtual reality as an intervention to help release pain and we target this with mechanistic approach as well as translational approach and for any patient who would like to come and be part of our science they are welcome to contact uh, you know my lab at the local lab and learn more about our study as a participant or merely just reading about our science we try to disseminate what we discover with the op 12 frame 
the overall condition in terms of uh, alignment of expectation to avoid those responses that we call nocebo and rather engage in the healing process in a way that is empathetic with mutual alliance with the provider and eventually with a new understanding of our body and all the potential abilities that our brain has when it comes to modulate our symptoms. Thank you so much, Dr. Koloka. So for my takeaway for my podcast today is we have the true inner pharmacy is evidence-based and really the best source to find about this inner pharmacy, how we can heal is really connecting with an expert like Dr. Koloka. Go to her website. I'm going to put all her information in the show notes. Highly, highly, highly um, recommend you from my experience, my professional experience, and Dr. Koloka's all evidence-based to to read about it, learn about it, and you could truly heal yourself. Thank you so much, Dr. Koloka. Thank you very much for having me, Nevin, and uh, I look forward uh, to our next call.